This Capital Ministries ministry update is a timely word from Capman's president on state chaplains and state prayers. The rapid jettisoning of America's Judeo-Christian cultural underpinnings was starkly apparent this week, evidenced by not only the Capitol building being accosted, but by the more profound underlying causal effects in the eyes of God. In that regard, several astonishing illustrations of this were provided in both the United States Capitol and Washington, D.C., and the California State Capitol. On the Hill, U.S. Representative Emanuel Cleaver, a Democrat from Missouri, who is also a United Methodist pastor, ended his opening prayer for the 117th Congress with, quote, amen and a women, end quote, after praying in part two, quote, the monotheistic God Brahma and God known by many names by many different faiths, end quote. Revealing a stunning misunderstanding of the word amen, Representative Cleaver later told the Kansas City Star he was offering up a tribute to women who were serving in Congress. However, rather than representing a gender, the word amen means, may it be so, in Hebrew. The Washington Times reported that with Representative Cleaver's prayer, quote, the Democrats set the 117th Congress stage for godlessness, end quote. Indeed, and this will not bode well for our nation. I find it to be more than coincidental that one day after the House prayer invoked Brahma and other false deities for the first time in congressional history, God's sovereign, restraining grace was lifted from the Capitol building. We must keep in mind that things do not go well for Old Testament Israel when their leaders, too, began worshiping false gods. In Galatians 6-7, the Bible says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, this he will also reap. In California, the online publication California Capital Weekly reported that Imam Muhammad Yasir Khan made history after becoming the first Muslim chaplain appointed to the California legislature. Khan will be serving as chaplain for the 2021 through 22 session after being appointed to the position on December 7th by Anthony Rendon, Speaker of the California Assembly, who said, quote, Khan shows a strong desire to contribute to the spiritual and civic vitality of California. You can find the entire story at CapitalWeekly.net. Several points are worth making. First, American federal and state government should not fund chaplains of any religion, as this demonstrates bias and favoritism to one particular religion. A central motive of the framers was to jettison a theocratic England with their dubious, incongruous exception of government-paid military and congressional chaplains. There is no way to resolve the duplicity and incongruity of their actions. History illustrates that whenever the church comes under the authority of the state, that it is just a matter of time until the doctrine of the church becomes compromised. The previous served to illustrate this principle. Secondly, stemming from the first principle, secular political leaders will inevitably make syncretistic choices and constitutionally speaking, rightfully so. So what is wrong with that? When our government funds a chaplain of a particular religion, it shows favoritism toward that religion. It follows, therefore, that military and congressional chaplains should be paid for and supported by 
501c3 organizations such as Capital Ministries. And thirdly, freedom of religion should both create and ensure a level playing field for those who serve the God of the Bible, the one true God of the universe who has revealed himself via the infallible and errant word of God, freedom of religion should assure a level playing field and a fair competition amongst those religions. These points are in keeping with Capman's belief that there should be institutional separation of church and state, but not influential separation of church and state. This point has been made in numerous Bible studies, including understanding the separation of church and state, clarifying the continual confusion of church and state, why believers should be involved in politics, and five wrong views about Christians and government, parts one through five. According to the Pew Research Center, the religious makeup of the new 117th Congress is much like the 116th Congress, a majority are Christian. More than 88% of the 531 members profess to practicing some form of Christianity. The largest percentage, 55%, are Protestants. Catholics make up 30%, and Jews make up slightly over 6% of the total legislative body. Protestantism saw the largest increase in the new Congress, with an additional 16 members, while other religious affiliations saw no changes. The recent actions taken by these political bodies are not representative of the members and clearly serve to illustrate why Capital Ministries and our mission to make disciples of Jesus Christ in the political arena throughout the world is increasingly important. In his service, Ralph Drawlinger, President and Founder of Capital Ministries.